What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance. Crazy and love the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She is super fat, pretty hot and tempting. The one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? I can tell by the look on your face you don't get the reference. I was just going to ask you that <laughs> I, I do not. Tariq, Tariq and Hazel, they're looking for a PHT third wheel, someone who's pretty hot and tempting. That's what oh, Tariq said. Oh, I did not get that. I, I thought you were looking for someone hot and brown. Oh, well, that's that's another. It's uh, a whole different a whole story because it's box. Yeah. exactly the opposite of how I look. Well, be happy I went with the P-H-A-T opening because the other option was my wife and co-host. She's good with the two minute bang. The one and only <laughs> Teresa. I mean, listen, we don't have more time. Yeah. You take what you can get once I'll in a while. I'll take what I can get, you know? Just a quickie. Can I get a quickie? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in 10 months. Anyway, guys, if you aren't following us on Instagram, let's just get into the business, right? If you're not following us on Instagram, let's what are you down waiting to the business. for? Enough talking about those intros. Let's talk about social media. So follow us at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram if you're not following us there already. It's where we do the Sunday Night Lives. We did one last night. Yeah. It was, it was a fun great. one. It was a fun was one. A, fun yeah. one. a, a lot of people control. joined. Yeah. Thanks for joining, guys. Yeah. And hope to see you there next time if you didn't join. Even yeah. if you did join, I hope to see you there next oh, time. Oh, totally. And, you know, if you missed it and you wished you joined, yeah. you can still go to our Instagram page and watch it there. Yeah. Better late than never. Exactly. Those are timeless. I know it's called Sunday Night Live, but they are time. They're good on a Tuesday. They're good on a Wednesday. Yeah, and you can tell that we always enjoy them because we always plan on, oh, let's do this for like 20, 30 minutes yeah. and <laughs> one hour in and we're, we're going hard and you guys are interacting with us and it's so awesome. So thanks for that. Well, we hope to see you there next Sunday. Yeah, please Oh, we join. won't see you there next Sunday. Oh, oh it's good that we brought this up. Next Man. Sunday is the Super Bowl. Well, this Sunday is the Super Bowl This Sunday. Sunday is the Super Bowl. We'll see you there next Sunday. Yes. So uh, it's unfortunate because we missed last Sunday due to mm-hmm. work and now this Sunday due to sports. So, so we'll see you. Oh, wow. We'll see you on Valentine's Day, actually. Oh. Oh, we, we might do some love special. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. It's crazy in love on Valentine's Day. I Very didn't know. True. Wow. I didn't know that. All right. Cool. That means it's also the Daytona 500. So, <gasps> oh, I love the Daytona uh, 500. There's a lot going on these Is next it on couple Valentine's weeks. Day? Yeah, but I think awesome. it's I think it's during the awesome. Look at my wife, she's like, "Is NASCAR? Is NASCAR racing on Valentine's Day?" Yes. Well, I only watch Daytona 500, guys. It's the only racing event I watch. It's really the only sporting event outside of hockey mm-hmm. that you watch. That's true. I'm so into it. I can't stop watching it. Shake and bake. We will have to do something. We'll have to do something special for the D500 slash Valentine's Day slash return of 90 mm-hmm. day. Wow. We got something to plan. Oh, yeah. We got something to plan. All right. And guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, if you just clicked on this episode and said, oh, what's this? Well, we would love it if you would subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot. And last but not least, we know it's a lot of housekeeping stuff, but we got to get it out of the way so then we can just talk about the good. So one more thing, if you haven't yet or you're new to the podcast, if you could please leave us a review, that would be amazing. That would be just 
the best. Let us know if you have a podcast. We will leave you a review. Totally. I will listen to your pod too. Yes. Scratch our back. We'll scratch yours. So, (laughs) speaking of reviews, got the nicest review the other day. I got to read it for you guys. I read it to Teresa earlier because Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep it to myself. It was so nice. I mean, I go and I check the reviews too. Not as, you're not as crazy about it as I am, I don't think. Every hour, I'm like, do we get a new review? Or you are crazier, (laughs) but. I like to read what you guys have to say. It's oh, very I love it too. But sometimes, like you want to, you know, I check every few days, and I'm always pleasantly surprised. I don't know why we don't get alerted. You think they would just email right? you and say, "Hey, you got a new review?" Right? They don't. But also, like it's almost like you know, you get an Amazon package. Mm-hmm. Like you are so excited, you open it. Except I have a tracking number for my Amazon package. I know, I know. I was like, I I was realizing that didn't make much sense. So I was, well, let's say someone sends you a gift. Right. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Exactly. And and most of them are really pleasant surprises. And this one in particular is one of the most pleasant. So this comes from Angelica P. Mm. And she wrote, I listened to nearly a dozen 90-day podcasts. And this is one of my faves. Aww. John and Teresa are such a delightful couple. She is super quirky and funny with her check stories. <laughs> John is super loving and always rolls with the language barrier quips. They're funny and genuinely love 90 Day. Cool to get a perspective from a real international couple. That is so sweet. Angelica's the best. Quirky. You are, yeah, I think that's a Am nice I? way. I think that's a nice way to put it. You nice. are super, super quirky. <laughs> And I'm super loving. You're so loving. You are very loving. So we're two super people. Mm-hmm. You're quirky and I am loving. But we're also delightful. Yes. I think that is my favorite word that we've come I, across. It's, it just makes me so happy. But I'm also, I don't know how to explain it. It just blows my mind that people actually listen to us. Yeah. Obviously, I'm happy about it. But, you know. It's crazy that someone tunes in and listens to what you and I have to say. Isn't that wild? It's so wild. So and wild. I appreciate every one of you oh, guys, even 800%. though even the people who have not left a review. 800%. I appreciate you. We appreciate everyone. But most of all, Angelica. So thank you thank for that you, review. Thank you, Angelica. All right. You want to do a little 90 day, by the way? Oh, yes. Okay. Two words. Mystery forest. Okay. So- we saw on this most recent episode how much Natalie loves nature, right? Mm-hmm. She basically made out with a tree. She did, but I have I have a few comments about that. Okay, well, let's save it for their segment. Okay. I'm talking about Mystery Forest right now. So Mystery Forest is a video that mysteriously appeared on YouTube a couple of weeks ago. And in this video, Natalie takes her love for nature to another level. Okay. Are okay. you following is it, along so far? Is it is it like inappropriate? No, oh. no. Because I've read stories about people who bang trees. Oh, it's not that okay. kind of it's not that kind of podcast, ah. Teresa. We don't talk about that <laughs> stuff. Come on, no, it's not it's not that bad, but it's weird. So she released a minute long video, and in this video, she goes full Carol Baskin. Right, <laughs> she's wearing a headband. She has this strange red robe on. And it looks like she went out in the middle of the night to a lake or a pond or something. It's probably the pond outside of Maybe. Mike's outside of house. Mike's place. Sets up a camera or convinces Mike to film it. I don't know. But she films herself 
there's this dark, creepy music playing. And then Natalie starts to speak in this echoey voice. (laughs) You can barely understand her between the echo and her accent. It's really hard to make out what she says, but I think she goes, I believe in the magic of nature and energy. Everything has a reason. That's it. That's all she says. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she, Mike did not film this. Because you would <laughs> hear was, him laugh. You would hear him laugh in the background. It was probably, well, either Bojangles filmed it or, because he seems like he'd be into that. Maybe. Or on one of Mike's long road trips, she got bored and mm. said, let's film this video. But that's it. She says, I believe in the magic of nature and energy. Everything has a reason. Then she turns around and walks away and the video ends. <laughs> How did you come across that? I do too much research. But this thing has thousands of views. This thing has almost as many views as Big Ed eating Wait, barbecue. So did you see it on Instagram? Because I didn't. No. Well, it's on YouTube. So I think you guys need to check it out for yourself. Just search Natalie Mystery Forest. Mm. It's on YouTube. Prepare yourself. Don't watch it when you're home alone at night because <laughs> it's creepy. But give it a watch because it's definitely interesting. It's definitely a side of Natalie that I don't think I would have expected to see Mm, definitely not okay let's do a second by the way this one also about natalie okay did you know she's been married twice before no i thought she was only married once yeah we kind of all knew that she had an ex-husband i recently saw a lot of pictures on social media with her ex-husband right right so i think that was the second ex-husband oh okay so that one lasted for a little while they were together for eight years Mm. he was a big businessman she was together with him for eight years their relationship failed because he didn't want to have kids gotcha okay the first marriage natalie moved out of ukraine went to live on cyprus Mm. with her first husband that marriage failed why bankruptcy so the husband's bankruptcy yeah so she moved home so two marriages Ending one in bankruptcy, two for not wanting to have kids. Is that not Mike? I feel like Mike is financially struggling, Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like he wants to have kids. And now Natalie's like, yep, I want to get married to you so badly. But also she's old now. I mean, she's not old. She's 35. But she is older. If she wants to have kids, that's probably TikTok. But that was the reason I think she left her last marriage was because she was getting older and the guy was not ready for kids. Mm. Mike doesn't seem like he's ready for kids. She's no, only he, well, Mike getting older. Mike doesn't seem like he's ready for a marriage. Right. Maybe third time's a charm, though. With with crazy Natalie? I don't yeah. think so. No. If not, she's just going to stroll off into the woods and make <laughs> sweet, passionate love to a, I don't know. Tree. To, yeah. To a, a tree. Interesting. But. I did not know she was married twice. I know. And what's the common denominator here is Natalie. So I think if this relationship fails with her and Mike, Natalie. Oh, totally. Her two other relationships, Natalie's the just, common denominator. Just watch her how she behaves. Like if I was her mom, I would just spank her. Spank her. Mm-hmm. Like the little girl that she is sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, she does act like she needs a spanking. Yeah, let's not get into that. That's not gonna. Anyways, not a third, by the way, but a little self promotion. This Thursday, we're going to be dropping our first podcast covering the Danielle and Muhammad journey. Mm -hmm. We guys asked you, you voted. We said we want to cover a ninety day journey on Discovery Plus. Who do you want us to do? You want us to do Darcy? You want us to do Colt or Danielle and Muhammad? Overwhelmingly, you guys said Danielle and Muhammad. So there you go. You ask, 
you get. I'm really excited about it. You know why? Why? Obviously, it's 90 day, but we've never covered Daniel and Mohammed. True. Because our other two couples or people were cold. And Darcy, and we yes. have covered both of them. Happily Ever After, and then Darcy and Stacy. Yeah. So and New blood. Old blood, but new blood. Plus, Darcy was on Happily Ever After as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With Tom. <laughs> and listen, I love, love, love Darcy and Colt. But I feel a little, it's like a little refreshment to go and look and watch back at the second season, basically. Oh, yeah. The almost OG. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just wow. So you guys know Danielle and Muhammad. If you guys are if you guys are 90 day fans, if you guys are listening to a podcast about 90 day, you know Danielle Muhammad. Like if you don't know Danielle and Muhammad, you're not a true 90 fan. Oh, shots like fired. To, shots fired. Well, I think you have to go back because they are one of the well, help the, me define the word. They the, are uh, I one know, of just the a, just a classic couple, a classic yeah, ninety day couple. Yeah, one of the most bold. They're very 90 bold day couples. Yeah, yeah, they are what made me fall in love with ninety day. Yes, a hundred percent. So hopefully, even if you guys don't have Discovery Plus and aren't gonna follow along and watch along, at least I would hope you know them enough. You've seen their past seasons. And we'll tell you the rest. And we'll tell you the rest. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast because those episodes will drop Thursday. I believe. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Enough of that. Enough of that housekeeping. Let's get into it. The reason we're here. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. I'm fired up about this episode. Oh, this episode was great. I thought this was the best episode of the season so far. It wasn't the best, but it was maybe number two best. Wow. I'm going to say the best. Agree to disagree. I'm going the best. What was the best? The first episode? Yes. Okay. I enjoyed the first one because you get to know everyone and you get really pumped up. The first episode is kind of like we were saying the reviews or the Amazon packages. You're kind of just being surprised left and right and going, yes, Brandon and Julia exist. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jovi Mm -hmm. and Yara are a thing. So I'm with you. The first was good, but this delivered oh yeah this one was great i think every couple was in this episode yes i'm pretty I think... sure everyone's story progressed it was I no filler so. no filler so. all right let's talk about these couples then let's talk about the first couple who who brought it they always do brandon and julia brandon and julia and let's not forget betty and ron i'm trying to forget them <laughs> thanks for reminding me but yeah they were there too they were there too well, we see them, Brandon's meeting Ron and Betty at a restaurant. Yeah, Brandon grew a pair, I guess. Oh, yeah. And he wants to talk to the parents. Because if you guys remember last episode, Julia, Dirt Cover Julia, was whining to Brandon. Well, I shouldn't say whining. She had a point. She wanted to leave the farm. Mm-hmm. She said, I can't do this anymore. We need to move off the farm, start our own life. I'm done. You either grant me that wish or I'm moving back to Russia. So Brandon is like, okay, let me man up. Let me be the man you want me to be. Let me go talk to Ron and Betty. So here we are. Here we are. They're at this restaurant and Brandon tells his mom, hey, mom, some things have transpired and we need to leave. And Betty's like, leave what? The farm? (laughs) Tell me you're not leaving the farm. She was so uh I feel like she was genuinely upset or she didn't know what's happening. Oh, they and were she, floored. Ron and Betty were oh, floored. Oh, yeah. 
She wanted to cry, but she couldn't. And it looked like she faked crying. Those were such crocodile tears. But I think she wanted to cry. Um, I don't know. I Maybe think she might, some people can't cry. That's it's <laughs> Betty would be one of those people who can muster up some real tears. Mm-hmm. But she she hears this news and she is floored. She can't believe it. Brandon's like Julia is not happy taking care of the animals and h- half the animals and half your <laughs> neediness, mom. But he's like. She's only been our servant for a few weeks and she's leaving already. Our last slave laborer lasted well over a month. What's what is this, Julia? You're only making it a couple weeks. Yeah, she can't take it. She cannot wrap her head around the idea that I'm sorry, this young, ambitious girl doesn't want to live on your farm. Well, and hate brush your horses with you. Well, I feel like compared to. Betty, Ron lost it even more. Ron scares me now. Ron was out of control. He gets so angry. He's like, you have to t- be in charge. You're the man in the relationship. He goes on and on and on. Five minutes later, Betty has the final word. I know. Well, So that's funny. But back to you saying, oh, he's the man of the house. That is such old-fashioned thinking that is so antiquated because Brandon's like, well, I'm in a relationship. I'm going to talk to my fiance. We're going to come to a decision together. And Ron, no, it's your decision. You're the man of the house. Wait, what? First of all, yeah, since when has Brandon ever been a man of anything? Mm-hmm. No, he's the boy of the house. Well, he's trying. He's trying. This was the first attempt of yep. becoming a man. This was his bar mitzvah, if you will, <laughs> right? And... <laughs> You're right, though. At the end of the whole argument, it seems like Betty's wearing the pants. Of Betty's got the is. final say. Of course she's wearing the pants. Ron is trying so hard to be the man well, of the house, and but he's, he's not. He's trying to be the man by saying, I will not give in to this girl. I'm the man of the house. I will not let this girl make decisions. Right? That's crazy. That's well, crazy, Town. That is crazy, but... You know, Betty is sad and she wants to see if they can do something. And I knew, (laughs) I knew what Brenda's going to say. And here we come. Well, I thought that was great. He played his cards Mm -hmm. wonderfully. He goes like, well, maybe we can stay in the same room. Yeah, absolutely not. You should just move out. You should move out. Absolutely not. Yeah. He's, I'm the man of the house and I'm making this decision. And no, that will not happen. But as I said. Betty has the final word, so she said maybe. But listen to this dynamic that we're dealing with. You have Ron telling Brandon to be the man of the house and tell Julie what should happen. So Brandon is trying to do that, but then you have Ron. You have Ron, the head man, I guess, of the house, telling Brandon, the subservient Mm -hmm. man, what to do. It's this whole weird chain of command. And how is Brandon ever going to act like a man if Ron doesn't allow him to act like That's a man? That's very true. But you know you know what also? What? Ron is saying all this, like, you have to be the man of the house. You have to do this and that. You have to be in charge. Meanwhile, as much as we love to hate Be- Betty and Ron, they seem to have a pretty equal relationship. They both have a lot to say. Do you always see them together, doing things together? Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if they really are 50-50. Like you, I, I would not think that Ron is in charge, but I would not think that Betty is in charge, maybe for certain things. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? But that's why I feel like 
their relationship seems pretty equal. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is this? Oh, you have you're to the man. be the man. That's a good what point. Where is it coming from? I'm trying to think if there are any instances where you look and you go, oh, no, one person's in charge or the other. I think Betty was more vocal in the beginning. So we kind of thought, oh, she's more in charge. Yeah. She's calling the gynecologist. She's saying, no, you can't sleep in the same room. Yeah, but you can tell when one person in the relationship is in charge. And you yeah. can tell when it, you know, both people are in charge and each person takes charge of something else, but they meet in the middle. Yeah. That's us. And yeah. I think that's Ron and Betty. That's interesting. That's why I'm so mind blown how crazy Ron gets about Brandon being the man, being in charge. It, it's all his decision. Because you think they're in a 50-50 relationship. Yeah. But also I feel like they see Julia as this little puppy that has nothing and is yeah. totally dependent on Brandon. So maybe that's why they say, oh, you have to be in charge. Well, so yeah, Brandon's like, can we stay if Julia comes and shares a room with me? And this is when Ron says, no, absolutely not. But Betty, I was surprised that Betty was so open to it. Well, she doesn't want him to leave. Right. Which is the, she's doing the right thing. He is a 27 year old mm -hmm. male. I'm not going to say man because I don't they think he's acting like a man. They should support him if he wants to leave. But I understand money is tight. He spent a lot of money on getting Julia there. Yeah. He works. He works on the farm. They're planning a wedding. So I think it is smart they stay. I think and so. save some money. And I think it would be a fine situation. The house seems large enough. There seems mm -hmm. to be enough space for everyone to spread out and do their own they thing. They each have their own room. There That's is true. There's space. more than enough space. They can each have their own bedroom. So, okay, dinner ends. And later in the night, Brandon takes Julia to a pool hall. To go, I guess, have a conversation, tell her what transpired. And this is the first, I'm sorry, but this is the first time I can see the go-go dancer in Julia. Was going to say the same thing. She is loving this mm -hmm. pool hall because think about it. All the people, all the sleazy guys, the smoky room, it totally reminded her of her go-go dancing days. She's like, I'm home. Finally, I'm home. <laughs> Brandon looks like a Pinocchio. Like, he Pinocchio. looks like He looks like a little... Puppet. Oh, he's oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, he's his face is so smooth. He's like and, a porcelain doll. Yes, he yeah. looks so young, and you look around him, and all oh, these guys are playing pool, yeah, leather jackets, and there is Brandon, yeah, and his smooth face, <laughs> his unweathered <laughs> face. Even though he works on a farm and kills bugs all day, he should be a little more weathered. That's suspicious. But you know what's so crazy? You cannot judge his looks because he looks like a boy. And yeah. you cannot judge a little boy. Um, like, like I can he, judge him because he's, he's not a little boy. He's not bad looking, but he's not good looking. I don't look at him as a man. Right. No, he looks like a high schooler. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So they're shooting pool. Julia's loving it. This is when Brandon brings up the conversation he had with his parents about possibly sharing a room. And so Brandon's like, Julia, how would you feel about staying on the farm if... We could share a room and you don't have to take care of the animals. Ooh, that wasn't part of the conversation with Ron and Betty. Right? That's what I'm trying to figure out. All I heard was, can we share a room? I didn't hear, mm -hmm. can she stop helping out around the farm? Plus, I said it yesterday on our live. So for you guys who tuned in, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but I believe if Betty and Ron didn't force Julia 
into taking care of the animals, she would come around and do it because mm. she must be bored. Mm-hmm. Being somewhere where you cannot work, you don't have your car or driver's license, you cannot go anywhere, your fiancé works all day, your you know future parents-in-law work all day, you would end up doing something, maybe cleaning the house, taking care of the animals, if she wasn't forced into it. I yeah. believe that. No, you're probably right. I also think people want to do something on their own accord. They want to they want to be the ones to say, let me go exactly. feed the chickens. They mm-hmm. don't want to be told what to do every second of their day. Not every second. The second she arrives yeah. to the farm. And then every second after that. And it was so crazy and I felt bad for her. Yeah. But she hears this and she can't even believe what she's hearing. You know, she says, that's fine. That's good. For a short time. Let's do it for a short time. Eventually, of course, we want to go do our own thing. They have to. But for a short time, that's good. But I was I was impressed with her rationale, her thinking, because Julia wasn't totally naive here. She's still scared. Okay, well, if I agree to this Mm -hmm. and I go live in your room, but I don't help out on the farm, Betty's going to hate me. Mm -hmm. So what is that situation going to be like? What's worse, leaving now and getting the hate or staying and getting the hate? Well, leaving now would be dumb because of their financial situation. Right. So I guess she can just take the heat. Yeah. Maybe just go and help out on her own terms. Right. I think that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Because one, she would be bored as hell just sitting in the room. Two, yes, it's going to be awkward if you live in someone's house and you don't do anything. When we were visiting your parents... I always help with everything. And your mom never asked me even once to do anything. Well, doing the dishes is a little different than scooping manure How, in the backyard. If your parents had goats, well, I don't like goats. If your parents had sheep. See, but no, you, you don't get to choose the animal. Right, if your parents had goats, yeah. I would milk them. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but I bet you would. So I always say to everyone, don't I always help you do. with everything? You do. And yeah. no one, and your parents are so loving, they never ask me to do anything. No, because they know you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> True, but this is how I feel. I wouldn't just sit back and be like, oh, you, you parents do it, do it all. We're just visiting here. <laughs> you're a good guest. Yeah. You're a good guest. And so are you when you're in my I parents' try. house. Yeah, I try to do what I can. Yeah. Do what I can. So speaking of milking goats. They're, they're talking about sharing a room and Julia's like, so tonight we're going to sleep together in the same room? And Brandon's like, I think we're going to do a little more than sleep. They are so horny. Oh, Ron and Betty, get your earplugs ready. Oof. Some goat's getting milked. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out of control. They're out of control. I, yeah, nothing else to say about that. Do you have anything else to say about Brandon and Julia? No, no one can stop them now. No, no, no. But if there's someone that could, it would be Ron and Betty. Oh, yeah. So let's move on. Let's talk about Mike and Tree Hug and Natalie. Natalia. Natasha. Let's talk about them. So there's, Natasha is a different name. But I know, but sure. doesn't her mom call her Natasha? Maybe her name. Someone calls her Natasha. Could be Natasha or Natalia. Yeah. Also, as we said on the live last night, don't come here for the facts, folks. Like, we do the best we can. Maybe someone called her Natasha. Maybe not. Listen, most of what we say are facts. Most of what we say is what we see on TV. We research it. But nobody's perfect. And here and there, 
I'm gonna say something that's not ro- not mm-hmm. right. John is gonna say something that's not right, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's a great PS. You guys can message us and say, "Hey guys, you're wrong," but don't hate us because of that. Teresa's so scared about getting hate messages. Well, you could, but then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad. Yeah. Don't you? you I don't think you guys want to make me sad, <laughs> do you? No, no. This conversation is making me sad, so let's move on. So, 63 days to wed. Mike's mom, Trish, she came. She spent a few days. She ate some butter and had a good time. Now, she's packing up to head back to Oklahoma. Before we move on, can we talk about Trish's hair? What What's really left to be said about Trish's hair uh, that hasn't already been said? So, when, do you, when she goes to the hairdresser, what does she request? That's the thing. She is someone who has been going to the same hairdresser for 30 years and has not requested anything since the first time she went. Probably. She goes back in 1987 or whatever. This is what I want. And then for the last 30 years or however many. 2021. This is what I want. The hairdresser's like, same thing. And she's like, yep. It's probably like my grandma. Yeah. Hey, I do it. I've been doing the same thing for years. My grandma at least changes her shades of purple. That's true. Having purple hair is a big, <laughs> it's a big thing in the Czech Republic when you reach a certain age, right? <laughs> yes. If you're like 65 plus, yeah. you either go white or you go purple. All the babichkas. There's nothing in between. All the babichkas with their purple hair. Looking so good. But yeah, Trisha's hair, it's, it's out of control. But I'm not making fun of it. I was, was going to say is that it makes me... Comfortable. I know. Comfortable. Oh, we said we talked about this on yes. the live last night. Yeah, it makes me like she's gonna offer me some cookies and make yeah. make make a coffee. We're gonna gossip a little bit. You, you want to give what's that, going on in the neighborhood? You want to give that hairstyle a hug? Yes, because it feels it's like your aunt Barbara. It's your yes. aunt Barbara for it's sure. It's your aunt next door. Yeah. Well, I've never had an aunt live next door to me, but sure, <laughs> it's me your neither, next door neighbor, or it's your aunt, yeah. or you live on a commune. I don't know. And it's just. It looks wild, but it makes me feel very comfortable. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Well, I would have to look at myself, uh, so there is no point of me doing it. Yeah. But I wish someone in our family did it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your sister one day. I could see her doing it. Sorry if you're listening. Sorry, sorry. But I could see it. Anyways, yeah, it's it's very comforting. It's very homey, I would say. Very homey. It's someone you would see at Joanne Fabrics, I think, walking through the... Walking through the aisles of Michael's, maybe getting some yarn, maybe getting a couple other things to sit at home with their cat and arts and crafts a little bit. I always wanted to learn how to knit, but Mm. I did it once when I was in third grade and I failed the class. I didn't fail the class. It was just like one of the assignments. We had we had craft classes. Sure. And I had a D from knitting. Yikes. I was not able to knit what I was supposed to knit. It's not for everyone. It's not it's definitely for, not everyone. for everyone. I, I I was struggling. Yeah. Well, hey, it's never too late to pick up those needles. My grandma used to knit. Not the one you know. The yeah. one that passed away a long mm-hmm. time ago. Did she knit you anything? Yeah. My mom knits us things all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe right. I'll learn one day. Let's move on. Let's talk. <laughs> it just makes me feel so homey. Can I talk about Mike's bedroom? Because it was the first time we've seen this room. Well, no, we've seen it before. We've seen his mm-hmm. bedroom before? Yes, but it, it was a different angle. That's why it didn't okay. look that good. Okay, because he it's either where- had a reclaimed wood wall behind his bed or the headboard 
was made out of this wood, but it was so nice. Uh, I think he has the wood on the wall. Okay. But also, we've been in the bedroom. That's where the smelly closet is. Mm. That's where the other drawer is. Okay. I don't have a floor plan of his trailer, so, so I don't know saying, where we've been. It was a good angle, so... It looked th- so good. It looked like a spa or something. It looked nice, yes. But I feel like if you did two steps to the right, yeah. you would see the piles of clothes and whatever's <laughs> there. Yeah. But he's got this nice bedroom, which impressed me. Meanwhile, Trish, I think, slept on the couch with that cat jumping all over her. All n- if you've ever slept in a living room at a house that has a cat... You know you didn't do much sleeping because in the middle of the night, those cats are just jumping Have on you? you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would not. I. Yeah. With guys, a rogue cat just walking. Whew, don't you're not hate me, but sleep. I'm a dog person. Oh, you've said it more than enough. And I just don't. Cats don't like me either. This is very mutual. This is very mutual. Maybe they don't like you because you don't like them and they can sense it. Oh, well, I'm saying it's very mutual. Okay. But I'm saying someone There's one kid I like. I yes. picked her up and she did <laughs> yeah, not like picked, it. You picked her up. You looked like you had never picked up a cat before in your life. Because I have not. Right. And and it was, it was not love at first sight. Let's just say that. You thought the cat was cute. Yeah. You sort of assaulted it. It was like when Natalie ripped the cat out of the window a couple episodes ago. <laughs> That's basically what you did. But everyone who slept in a living room with a rogue cat knows what I'm talking about. With a road cat. Rogue. <laughs> like it's just oh. f- flying around <laughs> in the middle of the night. It just sees something. It's like, rah, 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 and then like jumps on you, claws you. It's a whole spectacle. I don't recommend it. Yeah. I don't think I'll, I'll, I would ever do this. Yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> anyway, before Trish and her duffel bags of hairspray and shoulder pads and rollers before they hit the road <laughs> she wants to she wants to sit down with mike she wants to have a talk and she wants to talk about natalie and the relationship obviously trish says natalie's nice but wonders if her intentions are pure well basically she is not sold no and who who would be right it's natalie, not it's not love at first sight natalie with this is couple a sour patch kid like, said it before, we'll and, say it again. And she is both. She is Sour Patch and Fresh. she is a kid. Yeah. She's the Sour Patch kid. No, she's perfect. It's perfect. And she wants to post the meme so bad. She she made it, but we decided against it because we kind of spoiled the joke on the last podcast. Plus, this, I feel like I'm going to be using this moving forward as a oh, comparison. You're playing so. the long game with your I jokes. Am, I am. I because, like it. Because I like it. No, that's good. And no, you no. said no meme. Which I agree with you because we couldn't word it. You didn't add anything to the idea. Yeah, like we couldn't word it so it was actually funny. <laughs> so then we, I decided on, we decided on not doing the meme, but it's my new thing now. Yeah. No, it's so accurate. She's a Sour Patch Kid. First she's sour, then she's sweet. And she's also a and kid. And she's also a kid. <laughs> so Trish questions if Natalie is truly into Squim. Is she truly into marrying Mike and having kids with him? Or is it just that she really wants to come to the States and do her own thing? I don't think she does because I'll tell you several reasons why. She loves her mom too much, mm-hmm. which we all do. But she, she, I believe she had a decent life in Ukraine. Yeah. Nice place to live. I don't know what she did for a living, but I guess she did something for a living. Well, she was married to a True. couple of guys who were successful until they mm, went bankrupt true. so who knows what she did well you know her friends everyone's in ukraine her english is not the best nope and 
at this point of her life, when you're a little older, it's hard to learn the proper way. Mm-hmm. So I don't think her idea or her plan was to come here and stay. I think she truly came for Mike, hoping that Mike will be the third husband who's going to take <laughs> care of her yes, for the rest of her life. And she can just go around and hug trees. I agree with you. Because Mike's place is surrounded by trees, mm-hmm. which is hilarious that when she first saw the place she's like whoa where do the woods end i don't like this this is a haunted house eight episodes later she's making out with the tree right <laughs> well it's a little weird she is a little weird so meanwhile trish and mike are having this conversation natalie is in the next room probably eavesdropping on the whole thing right that is not a big enough space to have the conversation mike and trish mm-hmm. had and natalie just what Sit at the edge of the bed listening to Maybe the whole thing. Maybe she's hugging trees. Maybe she's outside hugging trees. Yeah, because I was just sitting there going, wait, is Natalie home while this conversation's happening? Because if she is, she's definitely hearing everything. But maybe she was home, but I seriously don't think that the, her comment of the English language is that good. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So. <laughs> I keep going back to when she first met Trish and she's like, oh, you have such good style. You're like, you have the best style. It's like. You and don't know what you're. You don't know what you're saying, do you? Like, I don't like when Mike jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a blast! What a good time at parties, I'm sure. <laughs> so Natalie does come out. They see Trish off, and she tells the cameras, "Once Trish is gone, I hope we can continue to work things out." So yeah, because Trish helped her. Trish helped her to push Mike. Take the next step yes. towards the wedding. Yes. Yeah. At least start thinking about it. So it's a new night. Mike and Natalie are sitting down for dinner. They're sitting in those office chairs that double as <laughs> dining chairs. And Natalie goes, will you pray with me? Will you pray with me over dinner? And Mike's like, let's go. Let's go. Like, <laughs> oh, no respect. Zero support for her beliefs. You could at least suck it up a little bit. No. No. Let's go. Let's get this thing over with. Well, you could say the same thing about her. She is so pushy. You cannot push. Compromise. Compromise, compromise, compromise. Yeah, you know what a compromise would be? Sure, sure, honey. Go and pray. I'll sit here for 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. Or I will just be quiet for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. and But no, let's go. Like, he couldn't wait to get it over with. I think he's just annoyed with this because... She forces it on him. I think if she didn't force it on him, he would be more respectful. Maybe. Maybe. You think that's your whole I mean, yeah, that's it, your whole psychology right now. You're thinking, well, if Julia's not forced to do farm work, she'll do it. If Mike's not forced to be I'm just religious, being optimistic. he will be. Yeah, I like but, that. But she has forced it on him several times. And me, as someone who's not religious, I consider myself an atheist. Mm-hmm. If someone constantly force religion on me, I would get very annoyed. Sure. Because I would say, listen, I am totally cool with you. You do you. You yeah. you pray. You do whatever you want, but do not force it on Even me. Even say a prayer for me. Throw a prayer my way. If you want to pray for me, let's go. Yeah, That's my, great. My grandma always prays for us. My grandma always texts me, I'm praying for you and John. So Love you guys it. are happy and healthy. Yeah. And what I say, I say, thanks, grandma. Hope you're, you're well. Don't expect a prayer in return. Well, I don't say that, but she knows it. <laughs> but I'm, she I'm wishes, being nice and respectful. No, and that's what Mike should do. Yes. They shouldn't just be like, let's go. 
So over dinner, Natalie brings up the conversation she had with her mom and how her mom and her family, they're now wondering about the wedding, wondering what the plan is. Because if you remember last episode, they decided, oh, April 3rd or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're going to get married April 3rd. That's the date. I'm going to tell my mom. So now that whole side of the family is wondering, what's the deal? When's the wedding? So here's kind of the bomb drop of this. Apparently, Mike was into the wedding when Trish was around. Because, again, that hairstyle is very comforting. Mm, very you see the, comforting. You see that hairstyle and you're like, I can't do any wrong, right? Come here. Let me hug that hair. I'm sure she smells like cake. Yeah. Like freshly, <laughs> freshly baked cake. I never asked myself, what does Trish smell like? But now I'm going to say cake, but also maybe a little bit of spam. Like I feel like she might eat spam. What on is spam? Is it canned, something? It's that canned ham. ham. Like Spam Saturdays. I feel like Trish is really into Spam Saturdays. I don't even know, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm glad because it be says a lot honest. about you that you don't eat Spam. I don't. Trish might. Trish Trish also eats bagel bites, I think. She got really into it about 20 years ago. Hey, what's bagel bites? Bagel bites. You know what pizza bagels are, right? No. You make – you take a bagel. Uh-huh. Take a normal-sized bagel. You cut it in half, right? Okay. You get two halves. You sprinkle – you put a sauce on it, marinara sauce, pizza uh-huh. sauce on it. Then you sprinkle some cheese on it. Throw it in a toaster oven, toaster oven, pizza bagel. I don't think I like this idea. Delicious. Bagel bites, they took that idea. They shrunk the bagels down <laughs> so that they're bite size, hence bagel bites. Packaged it. You'll find it in the frozen freezer section. How did you know all this? Because I ate them. I, I grew up eating them. Listen, me or us living in New York, I love bagels. Pumpernickel bagel. Yeah, bagel bites are not New York bagels. Pumpernickel, pumpernickel bagel with scallion cream cheese. Mm. Boom. Mm. Or if you're a little hungover, a little uh, egg and ham and cheese and egg and bacon. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, oh I, I'm, now I'm, I'm wishing I was eating it right now. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, apparently Mike's not into the idea of the wedding now that Mother Trish is gone. So- that's an issue. That's definitely an issue. The planning stopped as soon as she left. Okay, so it's a new day. 57 days to wed. Mike and Natalie think, hey, we're running out of time. We need some quality bonding, mm-hmm. right? We got to go do something. Let's do something together that we can both enjoy. Let's forget about the fights. Let's go spend some time in nature. Let's go hiking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the plan. So they go. Get in the car and they're on their way. But before they can even get out of the driveway, it seems, they get into an argument over Natalie and her makeup. I think she was also putting some like hand hand soap. Not hand soap. Sanitizer? Hand, not sanitizer. Lotion. Moisturizer. Moisturizer. Yes. Mo- moisturizer. Yeah. Lotion. She wanted soft hands when she went to go caress that tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she knew what was coming. She knew what was and coming. And it smelled like grapefruit. And Mike w- was thinking it's too much. And her makeup was too much. And I kind of get it. I mean, it didn't need to become a fight. But if Mike ran into someone from Squim, you know, you get a sense of that type of person. Mm-hmm. If they saw... Natalie with a face full of makeup ready to go hiking. They'd be like, who is this well, prima donna? Neither of them were ready to go hiking. And that was my point I wanted to make earlier. They both were wearing jeans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> walking on a regular, it was like a sidewalk. Yeah, it wasn't the It wasn't hiking. Hike. And listen, uh, you're we being hike. a hiking snob well, now. We you're hi- being a hiking snob. I'm being a hiking snob because we do hike. I never put makeup on. It's all very natural. Okay. Well, and you get gear because you need gear if you're doing 
hiking, if you're hiking, you never know the weather, but as you said, the bugs. They walked 20 feet into yes. a park. So it was perfect for that, but don't call it hiking. So they do. They get to this park and Natalie like sprints out of the car and just starts hugging a tree. She may have even kissed it. I really think she may have kissed it, right? Yeah, I think she did. All I was thinking about, what's that sticky thing on trees? Sap. Sap. I think I told you what we call it in Czech. What do you call it? We call it smula. Oh, yeah. Which means bad luck. Oh. We call it bad luck. Mm, Maybe that's Natalie's new nickname. But you're right, because when we got our Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Shout out to all you guys for convincing us to get a Christmas tree. The thing was so sappy. And I was like, my hands are so sticky. It smelled so good. And you're like, that's Shmula. (laughs) And I said, I want to call the tree Shmula. I would like to name this tree Shmula. And you said, no, that's a bad thing. So then we. Well, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's what it's called. So we decided against that. We called it the Stroma Czech. Which is what it is. So that means Christmas tree in Czech. Mm -hmm. I still like Shmula. (laughs) It's Smula. Smula. I don't know. I don't know. Shmula. You know what shmola means? What? Smurf. That, Smurf? That little blue person. Yeah, I know person. what a Smurf is. Shmola. Okay. Smula is sap. Mm-hmm. So Natalie gets one kiss of this tree, just one caress of this tree, and she's back to being a happy little girl. Forget mm-hmm. the fight. Forget the tension of the car ride. No. Wrap my hands around this tree. All is well in the world. And it's like, oh, if only Mike had more trees around his house, she'd be so happy all the time. But no, mm-hmm. he does. He's got a, for, a never-ending forest around. And then she asked him to spin her, which brings me back to her being Wait, a kid. Wait, I may have missed this. She was like, spin me. He's like, what? Spin me. And he spinned her. What? <laughs> you know how you like take take a kid and you like oh, yeah, spin yeah, yeah. the kid around? <laughs> You guys can't see, but Teresa's really acting this out. Yes, because I've done it to a kid. Uh-huh. Okay. So Imagine I came to you bouncing after hugging a bunch of trees. And so spin asking, me? Asking you to spin me? You've asked me to smell you before. <laughs> well, I was really drunk. That's true. Which, yeah, I could understand being spun in that mind state more than being smelled. But okay. Anyways. She's I can't just told people about smell my smell me. about my smell me story. I don't know why you said that though. I don't know either. I don't even remember the night, but I saw the video. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. So <laughs> it's a new day. And this is the day. I guess Natalie's thrilled because she went to a park and interacted, had some bonding time with a tree. She's thrilled. She goes, It's time to move in. It's time to unpack. I can finally move into this home. I feel comfortable enough to do this. Except she can't settle in to Mike's stinky closet. I don't understand. You th- you really think that someone's going to hang dirty clothes? Like dirty yeah, for sure. Shirts. Mike, have you seen Mike before? Yes, but he also has washing machine, <laughs> a washing machine and a dryer you're in giving, the house. You're giving Mike and men everywhere. And don't email us because, yes, I'm speaking for all men. You're giving us way too much credit. Do you know how many times... I've worn things without washing it. Don't tell me. Before you came into my life, I would rewear quite a few things. <gasps> Don't tell me. Not like a shirt that I wore to the gym, but a pair of pants, 
a button. Well, pen, I, I think a button down, maybe a button pe- down that pe- I didn't pen sweat. Pants are okay. I, I don't wash my jeans or your jeans every single time after every single use. Yeah, but I do wash them. <laughs> okay. Just thinking of, yeah, Mike's in the car for six hours a day. Eating his McDonald's and his Wendy's or whatever he is, just basking I can totally in see that. right, just basking in that odor seeping into his clothing, and then he gets home and just hangs it up. It's probably a terrible smell. Oh, yeah, it's a terrible smell. So it's so bad. Natalie wants to go buy some air fresheners for the closet because she can't stand this scent. So they're like, "Let's go head into town. Let's oh. go to a shop. Let's do some shopping. We can find an air freshener." And honestly, I go TLC. You're turning this closet into a character. And That's someone, so true. someone on our live last night even said, someone needs to make a Twitter account for the smelly closet, like <laughs> at Mike's smelly closet or whatever, which I think is an amazing idea. I hope someone is doing that as we speak because TLC, yeah, have we hit a new low? You're turning a smelly closet into a storyline? Well, maybe just Natalie is. Maybe it really isn't that bad. Uh I, maybe it's not that bad, but they're still going along with the idea of the closet's so bad. We got to go to town. What you just told me about guys. Yeah. Come I've on. Ne- I've never lived with a guy before I met you. So. We do have air fresheners in our closet, though. We do do that. Yeah, but even if we didn't, everything in our closet is clean. Everything. Mm, not everything. Well, what are you hiding from me? Not everything. Well, tell me. Not everything. My, what do you mean? I mean, they're clean in the sense of they're not dirty, but they're not clean in the sense of it's not hanging there if it hasn't been just washed. There's some things that are hanging there that were not washed the last time it was worn. Oh, now is not the time to be getting into this. I'll, I'll, I'll go and smell your clothes. Smell me. I'm going <laughs> to smell it. So Mike and Natalie, they end up at this little store and Natalie... <laughs> She hits this poor sales associate with their entire life story. <laughs> She's like, I'm from Ukraine. We're on a K-1 visa. We have 90 days to get married. Would you mind writing us a letter of support for immigration? She just <laughs> spills every little detail about her life to this store Your associate. life story, yeah. So funny. So they're at this store and Natalie starts finding little items. She's like, oh, look at this. Look at this. This would be great for our wedding. Oh, I would love to have this at our wedding. She's turning into Darcy. Darcy mm-hmm. would always see things like a ring or a dress and bring up, oh, I want to get married. Mm-hmm. I want to. Now Natalie's doing the same thing. Well, also Mike is picking up some alcohol bottles. Mike picked up a couple of whiskey crystal. Is it, is it, it a crystal? Love that. Yes. Totally pushing her buttons. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't see anything I like except uh, this for my whiskey, which you hate that That's I drink. That's why I don't. They will not make it. No. It. They this will segment not ends. Make it. This. Segment ends. Mike says he doesn't even want a wedding. He'd be fine just to get married and have a wedding at a, a later date. Mm-hmm. So things aren't just, looking up. He just walks away. I wonder if they if they actually bought the closet refreshers. Oh, I wonder. I'm sure we'll find out on the next episode because, again, this closet is now a character. <laughs> That's all I have for Mike and Natalie. That's all I have for Mike and Natalie. And I'm still processing... Everything you just told me about guys and clothes. (laughs) Don't think about it. I'm very sensitive. You know that. Shall we move on? Let's do it. Let's move on to Jovi and Yara. Mm -hmm. They got 49 days left until they have to wed. Jovi's back from working on the boat. 
So the two of them, they're strolling through New Orleans. They're checking out some art. And I love, love, love the idea of going on a stroll because we've been sitting at home for so long that I'm watching this being jealous. It really did remind me of when we lived in New York and we would stroll through Central Park and you'd see those artists and their setups Mm -hmm. and they'd have their paintings. And it did make me think they... They stumbled upon some pieces of art that were very New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know, it may have said New Orleans or Bourbon Street. I'm not sure. But Joey's like, this is great because he's got swamp taste. So he's like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> Yara's like, we live in New Orleans. We don't need New Orleans art. Kind of take her side. but I do take her side, but yeah. But we also had a poster of New York in our New York apartment. It was a cool poster. It was the subway line. It was the design poster. Yeah, it was like we had the Statue of Liberty or something. Yeah. yeah. But it was I thought it was funny because it brought me back. So they did they, they check out some art and then they move along and all of a sudden Yara sees a henna artist and says, Oh, I kind of want to get a henna tattoo right now. So they sit down with this artist. This artist was hilarious. She's like, you know, I just freestyle. I just do what I want and whatever comes to mind. I like it. I do too, but I know it's not a real tattoo. It's still going to be mm-hmm. with you for a few weeks. So you hope it's good. So they sit down. She starts getting her henna tattoo, which, P.S., we all know that Yara said she was pregnant on the last episode. I've heard that henna is not the best. Certain henna is not the best to be used if you're pregnant. So As some people say, don't dye your hair. Don't eat shellfish. Just, and saying, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there because I've never been pregnant. No, or you've never gotten a henna tattoo either. No, I got the real deal. Just a little FYI, though. So they're sitting down. Yara's getting the henna tattoo, and right in the middle of it, she goes to you. To, she goes to Jovi. I want to tell you something. And Jovi's like, "Oh, what? Did you buy something expensive? What do you? What do you have to tell me?" Just immediately dismisses her. You know why I was laughing? Because before she was saying, "Oh, I need to find like special time to tell him that I'm pregnant." Right. And then she, I can't do it while he's on the boat. Yeah, but I'll tell him while I'm getting a henna tattoo from a stranger. <laughs> that's the right time. That's that's the right that time. That must have been so awkward for the artist. henna artist. <laughs> so while she's getting this tattoo, she just whispers or she mouths to Jovi, I'm pregnant. And Jovi's just like, what? Like, no, you're not. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And Jovi just isn't buying it. He thinks... Okay, if you were really pregnant, you wouldn't have waited to tell me during this henna tattoo session. You would have told me as soon as you knew, right? Or as soon as he, you know, landed. But she was mad at him for drinking in the morning. True, true. But this is a red flag to me. This is just another red flag to me that your fiance is telling you she's pregnant and you're not believing it. Well, and he has a reason not to believe her, oh, actually. Oh, yes, he does. Because she pulled a prank on him in the past. So oh, tell, un- tell us about this prank. Listen, I understand where he's coming from. She pranked him in the past that she was pregnant. She sent him a photo of an old pregnancy test from the child that was then, that she miscarried. Oh, was it? I thought she said when I had a miscarriage, I, I missed, took a photo. I missed this part. I but- think so. I think, but... Either way, she took a photo of an old pregnancy test, sent it to Jovi. and was like, I'm pregnant. Who does that? Yeah, crazy girls. Prank pregnancy. So this is what I'm going to say. I think 
attention seekers mm. do this. Like that's a good diagnosis. Like the chick on the office was. I always forget her name. Oh, Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> when she was trying to make Ryan jealous. I don't like, remember pre- that. She's like, I'm pregnant, and he's like, What? And she looked at the camera, a mouth. I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> She's well, like, <laughs> What was Ryan's reaction? Because Jovi's reaction was like, I don't believe it, but if you are, it is what it is. You no big deal. You wanted to take her out to dinner. It was the time when that's sweet. When Ryan got fo- posh. For yes. a few episodes, and yeah. he was promoted to the vice president. <laughs> See, that's a nice reaction. Joe was just like, it is what it is. Well, because he was scammed already. I this know. was the first time Kelly pulled it off. I know. And if, yeah. I think I, I've never done it, obviously, but I feel like this is a cry for help, like attention seeking. It's definitely attention seeking. And that's why, and you know, she did it in the past. I wouldn't judge her for it. Now they're engaged. She uh-huh. is in America. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would pull a prank like this. She doesn't need an attention or she, I don't think she would do it at this point of their lives. Hmm. You'd hope so not. was in the past, was in the past. That was a bad move on her oh, side yeah. for sure. But let's not judge her for it. I have the perfect name for the baby though. Can I guess? Sure. Swamp. No. I think it's a pretty cool name. Swamp. <laughs> a little swampy. Swamp Jovi. Like that would be <laughs> that would be a good name for like a cover band. Because celebrities name their kids a crazy, crazy name. They're not celebrities, first of all. For us, they are. <laughs> That's true. No, but if Jovi, if there was a, if there is a New Orleans Bon Jovi cover band. I think Swamp Jovi would be such a good name for it. <laughs> but you know that Jovi is his first name, right? I know, I know, I know. That's not the name I was thinking, though. Okay. You're out Go- of guesses. It's not anything great. I just henna. The henna would be a good name. Maybe or Orly, like New Orleans, because <laughs> <laughs> if we ever have kids, leave the naming up to me. <laughs> Orly. Yeah, it's like because Jovi loves it so much. I like Swamp Jovi better than <laughs> Orly. It's terrible. Anyways. Thank you. They get back to the apartment. <laughs> Jovi, trying to be funny, he's like, Yara, take off your shoes. Shoes off in the Swamp. house. Swamp Jovi, are you, what are you, Teresa is losing her mind. I'm literally over here going, I think I need to keep going. I think I got to carry this podcast right now. She's I, crying. I just realized, I just said, they should name the kid Swamp. Yeah, you just realized that? It's, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I can't can we, take it. Can we move I on? actually like it. Swamp? Yeah, it's cool. I hope my parents don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I really do. All right, so they're back at the apartment. Jovi still not buying the pregnancy news, so he's like, "Take another test. Let's take let's take another test. Show me. I'm gonna go in the bathroom with you and supervise this test." So they go do it. She takes her first test, not pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of tests apparently are not that accurate, so you have to take yeah, a few. Do you know Yar's reasoning for it showing not pregnant? What was it? She goes, I'm too much pregnant to show pregnant. 
This test, so doesn't even, this test doesn't even know what to do right well, now. I'm so pregnant. Well, Joby was saying one line, not pregnant, two lines, pregnant. And he said it's showing like a half line. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. Yeah. They should go see a doctor. But they go, all right, let's take one more test. Let's do one more test and see what the deal is. But before, before they take that test, Jovi goes and pours a crown and Coke. A little What's crown? Crown Royale, a little whiskey, a little whiskey and Coke, right? Well, he should have poured some champagne because this test shows he's pregnant. It's the test that actually says pregnant. Yeah, co- that's the kind you need. There is a commercial for it. They're sitting on the floor waiting for the test. And it shows like one and a half of your line. And they're yeah. like, what? Is what? And then it goes like back like... And she pees on this actual test and it says pregnant oh, and then they're happy. So much more clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For guys who wear the same shirt eight days in a row, they need a test that just says pregnant. What would it say if it wasn't though? Not, not Yeah. Pregnant? Like not pregnant. Okay. Um, like you good. This says pregnant though. And Joey's like, <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> so he apologizes. Dad, dad is kind of mind blown. Dad's a little mind blown right now. I was happy to hear that he acknowledged being an ass, basically. You have Because he was being a little rude to her. It's time to man up now, Jovi. It's time to to step into your new role as father. That was quick. I asked on the live last night. I said, thumbs up if you guys think Jovi's going to be a good dad. Thumbs down if you think he's going to be a bad dad. I judged you for that question. You know what I It's a fair question. It's not. Not everyone can be a good dad. But it's, you cannot I'm judge. not wishing it one way or the other. I'm saying, listen, we have a, a bunch of savages watching this television show. <laughs> you think you think there are people out there that don't think he's going to be a good father? I just don't think that's something you can judge because you don't know. And I think that anyone can be a good of or course. bad dad. Long story short, everybody on the live gave Jovi a thumbs up, said he's going to yeah. be a good dad. I just think it's ironic because the last several episodes, everyone's like, screw Jovi. He's the worst. He's a terrible guy. And they're like, but he's going to be a great dad. Listen, I'll tell you this. When I was a baby, like a stroller sized baby. I'm sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me to pronounce. Mm -hmm. Stroller. Let's go with it. Because as Angelica said, I just roll with your (laughs) your English butchering. Thank you. Well, anyways. I was a baby, maybe a couple of months old, right? Yeah. My dad and our neighbor who had a baby too was a few months, or he was a few months older than me. And I know this guy um, because we grew up around each other. They took us to a pub almost every single day. They okay. had a beer and we were just being babies and, and strollers. Stro- <laughs> oh my God, I can't pronounce it. Can you please? Strollers. Yes, thank you. Uh, are you so jealous that I can just roll off my tongue like that? I really am. Stroller. 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 You got it. Stroller. Guys, this, so is, what, this is what we do. just a baby in a stroller. There you go. You nailed it. Thank you. This is what we do at home when T stumbles on a word. I'm like, stop, pause, say it again. And then we eventually get to the point where she can say it right. And I go, okay, now say that like 10 times in a row. Well, I'll do that. But I was just a baby in a stroller. Yeah. Oh. Stroller. Isn't that stroller. a song? Isn't that a song? I'm just a baby in a stroller. I don't think it's a song, but I'm it should be a, a song. Oh, genie in a bottle. <laughs> 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 Way different. But 
Yeah, way different. <laughs> but but babies be, have bottles. So. It, it should be a song. Yeah. I'm a, just a baby with a bottle, right? A baby in a stroller. <laughs> you know, like kids bop, like children's versions of mm-hmm. songs? They, oh, should yeah. do baby, they should do baby in a stroller instead of genie in a bottle. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, anyways, really what I was saying is that my dad didn't give up his daily beer, or maybe it wasn't daily, I don't want to lie. Maybe his weekend beer with his friend. He just took me with him mm-hmm. while he was babysitting me. Guys, the first time I went to check, speaking of babies in bars we went to it wasn't a bar it was a coffee house but they served alcohol we're all sitting there and then there's big windows out front so you can see the sidewalk out front people just start rolling up with their baby <laughs> strollers they put the baby they, they they don't put the baby they leave the baby in the stroller yeah. outside yeah in January. Because babies like cold. They go inside and they just drink beer for an hour and then they go back out to their baby on the sidewalk. Well, you go you go check on the baby. You don't just leave it there for an hour. How? If I ever My saw. My parents used to do that to me. I believe and I, it. I, I saw I tell it. you what. I slept like a baby. When I was a baby. <laughs> no pun intended. When I, exactly. When I was a baby and I couldn't sleep. My parents used to put me outside on the balcony. That's fine. That's your own house. This was downtown in front of a bar. There's just like a lot. You know, there's motorcycle parking at some bars. <laughs> this was like baby parking. And there was just three strollers in a row with well, babies laying there. When my when my mom went to the supermer- supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> I said supermarket. Something. That's an inside joke. <laughs> Anyways, when my mom went to the store when I was a kid, she used to leave me outside in the stroller. And yeah. she went inside, shopped for half an hour, came back. I was outside. Just because your mom did it a lot doesn't make it right. You're Everyone like, oh, did she- that. No, I know. I'm just saying it's a, the, it's a little it's sketchy. So, it's not sketchy. And this is the the world I grew up in. I know. Would you today oh, in no. the city we live in? Hell no. Oh, hell no, Michael. <laughs> no, I would not. And that's my point. That's my point. I don't trust whatever's inside of our packages. Exactly. Exactly. And But I grew up in such a loving environment. And sure. Not just my parents' home, just the surroundings. You know who I would leave our baby with? Who? Trish. Oh, totally. You know? Totally. The baby would just be like playing with her bangs. Mm-hmm. Be a whole thing. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Stephanie and Ryan, because this is, this is a fun one. Ooh, this is a fun Stephanie one. Stephanie and Ryan. So Stephanie is in Belize, right? It's her second day. She's hate brushing her own hair at this point. Where's Ron when you need him? And she comes out of the bathroom. She sees Ryan on his cell phone. It's like, who you texting, sweetie? Who you texting? I mean, she was sweeting him so Don't much. Don't sweetie him when you're accusing him basically of texting girls. It's like, who you texting, sweetie? Oh, Stephanie. Here we go. So she jumps into bed and this is where it gets good. She's like, it's been 10 months since I saw you. Why didn't we have sex last night? Ryan's well, excuse? Well, because her tummy was bothering her. You were tired. I was tired. You were complaining about your arthritis and your bad hip. It's like, you're old, Stephanie. I was trying to let you recuperate from a long flight. Stephanie goes, it's not about the sex, but even if you banged me for two or three minutes. It's about the connection. It doesn't. Listen, I'm with Stephanie. If I if I haven't seen you in so long, yeah. Oh, 
I'm they, with her we too. We will just be I'm with her all too. over each other. I'm with her too, but her choice of words. Oh, she because she's trying to be young. She's like, she's you should have banged me for two or three. Get out those glow-in-the-dark robbers and bang me. She's like a 20-year-old in the 50-something-year-old body. Right. Well, she goes, it, do- it doesn't need to be the hour-long sessions we usually have. Why is she putting all this out on cameras, right? Like, the last time it was, we have sex four times a night. Now she's saying they usually go for these long, hour-long marathons. Like four times a night. I don't get why she's bringing this up. Like, does it make her look cool? Does it make her I look hip know. and young? But she was like, I wouldn't mind a quickie. Like, you don't need to put up a magic show for me. Yeah. <laughs> Bang me. Bang me, Ryan, or I know someone who will. Bang me like Harris did. Yeah. <laughs> cousin Harris. <laughs> yeah, you have to add cousin before it. It's way, it's way better. She always does. Bang like, me like cousin Harris, like, like your I cousin. Still, <laughs> I still have to tell, tell Ryan that, oh, I had sex with cousin Harris. Bang me like your cousin Harris. <laughs> I love that his name is cousin Harris. Oh, so, so good. So Stephanie's like, which is a legit question, goes... How many women have you slept with since I left? And Ryan just straight up says, none. Even though I was horny AF. Which I none. don't buy. I don't buy it. No, definitely not. Because as we find out, he knew about Cousin Harris. He, right? Oh, he knew. They start talking about their past issues. How Ryan used to text women. Stephanie kicked them out. And Ryan's like, okay, keep going. What happened after you kicked me out? Tell me what happened. What'd you do? And... This is when you're like, yeah, of course, he knew the whole time. So Stephanie's like, you want to know the truth? You want to know the truth, Ryan? I was sitting there after I kicked you out of the hotel, and instead of calling security, I called your cousin Harris. <laughs> because he used to always compliment me and tell me how sexy I was. So I'm beautiful. I, so I told him how I threw you out, and he came to console me. So I had him come, and he banged me for two or three minutes. Did she say that? No, but everything up until that he banged me for two or three minutes. Out of control. And guys, I don't want to do a spoiler. So I don't know if you guys watch mm. Bears All, mm-hmm. but last night Harris was Cousin on Bears. Harris. Cousin Harris was on Bears All, and I could not take it. It was so good. He is a major creep. It was so good. Well, and apparently. Yeah. Apparently, he only banged her because he wanted to be with her because she has the money. Well, and the way Ryan said it made me think like basically he basically said, "Oh, I have her now for the money." He wanted to take her to get the money. I think he thought she was sexy too, though. I mean, she is she is yeah. really good looking. Yeah, yeah. So it turns out Ryan did know that Stephanie banged his cousin Harris. He thinks Harris is an asshole now for it. He's dead to him. So now Stephanie is losing me because she starts to blame Ryan for banging cousin Harris. She's like, Ryan, it's your fault that I banged your cousin. (laughs) Cousin Harris. Cousin Harris. Let's be clear here. It's your fault that I banged your cousin Harris. (laughs) Like That's insanity. Blaming someone else because you cheated? No. Maybe... He ruined the relationship. He like pushed her towards. But she decided. Cousin Harris. She decided. Oh, totally. To have sex with Cousin Harris. I think she felt good about like, oh, all these young guys want me. Oh, yeah. Like Ryan, Cousin Harris. Yeah, that's it. But that's enough. I was surprised, though, because Ryan said he forgives Stephanie. 
Because he wants the cash flow. Millionaires before Harris. That's what I always say. <laughs> he wants the cash flow. He wants to visit America and then go back. Yeah, Harris is dead to him. Show me the money. Show me the money. Oh, yeah. Show me the watches. <laughs> Which we said it on the live. Some people did some research. I said it an episode ago. That $3,000 watch is a $200 watch. So hmm. Stephanie, maybe not so well off as she portrays. Well, maybe she just wanted to flex a bit. Also, breaking news. Was thinking about making this, by the way, but didn't. Stephanie jumped on uh, OnlyFans. Oh, <gasps> But then quickly jumped off OnlyFans. Ooh. So is she that well off with money if she went on OnlyFans? Because I feel like the only reason you go on OnlyFans is for money. Yeah, but l- l- let's say Larissa, I think she has a lot of money now. She does and now. she's still on it. Yeah, yeah. And mm, she said she was Plus, getting off. I'm though. sure Stephanie's business is struggling during COVID. Yes, I think so. Maybe... I don't think she went, you know, she filed for bankruptcy, but I, I think a lot of people lost their jobs or don't feel comfortable to get any work done. Yeah. So I'm sure the business is hurling. Well, she's off OnlyFans now, though. So wait, wait for it. Yeah, wait. Wait for it's it. It's like where all the 90 days oh, yeah. end. The best, one of the best memes I've ever seen was a photo of like a rundown store in a strip mall. And the store's name was OnlyFans. And it was like, is this where all those 90 people go to work? <laughs> like almost everyone post 90 ends up oh, yeah. on OnlyFans. For better or worse? Oh, for better. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Daniel to join. Oh, okay. You want to talk about Andrew and Amira? I feel like we got so much more to talk about. Let's talk about Andrew and Amira. Do we have to? We have to. Okay. I think we, we're contractually obligated to talk about Andrew and Amira. Yeah, it's he's annoying and I feel bad for him. Imagine her. if there was one podcast that just skipped them. It was like, <laughs> they didn't even mention, like, we're not even going to skip them. They just don't even say their names. I mean, there's nothing really going on besides Andrew being an ass. Well, there's a little bit going well, on. All right, let's, let's so, talk about it. Amira's back home in France, right? She apparently hasn't talked to Andrew a lot since she was released because, and this is what cracked me up, she says, he's been very busy at the resort. <laughs> <laughs> he's been so busy. At his itinerary has been so full at the resort. We haven't had a minute to talk. I'm like, call me if you get a minute. But he hasn't. He's been very busy. Very busy. So Andrew FaceTimes her from the balcony of his suite. It's like, hey, baby, I've been out here catching some rays, getting some vitamin D. <laughs> Does D stand for douche? Oh, it must. Because he's overdosing on vitamin douche. That's for sure. And you know how Stephanie is sweeting, Ryan? Sweeting? Sweet. She's sweetie, sweetie. Oh, sweetie, sweetie. Oh, this is a baby, baby. Yeah, he's babying her. I can't take it. She's babying too. I can't take it either. Cannot take it. So they start talking about the visa and the possibility of another plan to reunite. I would... I would literally hang up on him. Here we go. Two options. Option one, to wait, see what happens with the travel ban. Yeah, option which is two, the smart option. But there's another option, oh. Teresa. Option two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know. Serbia. <laughs> Those are your only two options, Serbia or bust. Really, that's it? I would hang up on him. I would be like, I'm done. Bye. Yeah, because according to Andrew, the Serbian plan would be the same as the Mexican plan. Amir would go there, quarantine for 14 days, 
but this time without Andrew. Also, he's not very smart. She could have gone to Croatia, which is not in EU and not part of the Schengen. Right. She could vacation in nice Croatia <laughs> and then give it a shot. But, he's sending her to Serbia. But why can't Andrew go to Serbia? Because he, he doesn't have money. I don't think he does. He's, no, he's, he's, he's out of vacation. <laughs> His mom's not going to give him any more time off, I guess. So Amir is not thrilled with the idea of Serbia. But what I I was mind boggled. Yeah. She was thinking about it. She said, let me think about it. Right. I don't. Oh, my God. Because we've heard she wants to be on TV. So maybe she'll think about it if it means more TV time. But they end their FaceTime and Andrew's like, all right, I got to go. I'm going to go take a lot of pictures and we'll be in touch. He's the worst. I could totally see him photoshopping Amira's face into his vacation photos and be like, see, baby, I'm always thinking about you. We're always You know, together. I go to the office where Michael yeah. Scott photoshopped himself. And to, <laughs> so, someone he was dating went on a beach vacation no, with no, her no, ex-husband. Ski, ski, ski vacation. Ski vacation. With, with he photoshopped his face onto his girlfriend's ex-husband's body. <laughs> it's the best. This is what was half- her name, Cheryl? Maybe. I think so. I think so. This is a half 90-day podcast, half The Office podcast. I feel like every reference we make is The Office. And I bit my tongue telling the Natalie ex-husband bankruptcy, by the way, because I wanted to do the Michael Scott, I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Uh, Michael, you can't just say (laughs) bankruptcy. (laughs) He's like... I, I declare, declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. <laughs> Oscar comes in. He's like, you know, you just can't say bankruptcy. Michael, this is not how it works. Anyways, so. Isn't it from the movie with, what's his name? It's like, um, oh, all right. I, I don't think I can think about it, but oh, something hard. Braveheart. Oh. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Braveheart. Yeah. I don't think he declares bankruptcy in that movie. <laughs> you like yell something out, out loud. Oh, yeah. Freedom? Is it freedom? Maybe. I don't know. Or, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, new day. New day. Amira's going to meet up with her friend, Xavier. And all I can say about this guy is his glasses. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. I was having a really hard time looking at him wearing those glasses. I didn't know where to look. They were hard to focus on. They like smushed his face to get, it was a weird, mm-hmm. it was a weird thing. Hard. It was a hard thing for me to process, but they start talking. They start Andrew bashing. They're kind of laughing about this Serbia idea, but Amir is not totally against it. But Xavier doesn't think it's a good idea. And Hey, with those glasses, I'm sure you can see it's a bad idea a mile away. So anyone can see that it's a bad anyone idea. Can see it. You don't need those weird glasses. Oh, you do not. So Xavier says, if he were Amira, he wouldn't go. He can see it's Andrew who holds the power, and Amira just does what he says. He tells her that she needs to think about herself. Well, she first. definitely does. She does. He like, goes, screw Andrew. He's the worst. He goes, He's just Andrew's catching vitamin D. Vitamin D just <laughs> overdosing on it. No, Xavier goes, Andrew speaks, Amira acts. And I don't know. How, how does Andrew have so much power over I this don't, woman. I don't know. But I do like the name Xavier. Do you? You yeah. like it better than Swap? <laughs> well, I don't like anything better than Swap yeah, right now. Swap's top of the list right now. Swap's hard to beat. 
Swamp is a great name. It's almost majestic. Mm, it's sense. definitely not majestic. In a sense. We judge baby names on a scale of like zero to majestic. Mm-hmm. I think Swamp is maybe eight. Oh, I think it's like zero. <laughs> By definition. <laughs> Little Swampy. It's terrible. So Amira says it's <laughs> I'm totally moving on. Amira says it's her dream to go to America. Okay, those are the key words. But she's been there. She has, but I think I mean, she's to been live. Here. I think to live, right? Mm. It's her dream to go to America. Not her dream to be with Andrew. That's not what she says. It's her dream to go to mm-hmm. America. I mean, most of the foreigners said it. Oh, I'm in America. I always wanted to go to America. But for us, I know the dream is to stay with each other. Doesn't matter what country, you go to that country for the person. Oh, 100%. So it's my dream to stay with Teresa, yeah. it's my dream to stay with my partner. It's my dream to stay with my fiance or wife. Yeah, I always say I don't, I love the U.S. It's my second home. I mean, it's my first home now, but my home is where John is. So I wouldn't mind if we moved to Europe. Totally. I wouldn't mind if we moved to New Zealand. Like, right. I, I don't care. I don't need to be in the U.S. As long as we're together. Exactly. It's all that matters. Okay. That's all I have for for uh, Andrew and Amira. Yeah, and Xavier. And Xavier mm. making an appearance. I don't like how you just said, mm. The name, weird. the name. Okay. Oh, Xavier is a person, whatevs, but yeah. Xavier is a name. I yeah. really like it. Okay. I don't like it as much as I like Swamp, but. <laughs> <laughs> let's make that very clear. All right. Let's talk about Rebecca and Ziad because, again, every couple here had a story had something happen, made some progress for better or worse. And here's one of those couples, Rebecca and Ziet, 87 days to wed. They're unpacking the apartment and Rebecca's still stressing over the fact that she has the ghost of her ex haunting the apartment, but she plans on keeping it a secret for the time being. Or telling him, but she didn't know when and how. Right. Well, Melanie to the rescue. Because oh, yeah. Rebecca's friend, Melanie, if you remember, Melanie was the P.I. She friend. was her P.I. boss. So Melanie's coming to visit the apartment, coming to meet Zied for the first time. And Rebecca's a little nervous about this because apparently Melanie is not team Zied. Well, and I think no one is because they're judging the ex, which. Right. They're punishing Zied for Rebecca's yeah. past. I think they should give him a chance before Fresh start. they start judging him. Fresh yes. start. Because he is not her ex. So Melanie comes in. She just starts looking Zied up and down. Starts sizing him up. And poor Zied isn't even understanding what she's saying. See, I think he did. So Melanie starts Some a- of it. Melanie starts asking questions to Zied. And to me, he just wasn't answering fast enough. So Melanie starts to talk to him like a third grader. But I'm pretty sure he's like, I understand you. I'm just thinking about my answer because I know you're judging me. I don't want to just say something and have it be wrong or not thought out. I'm thinking before I respond. Yeah, but I also there were a few questions Melanie asked him that he could not answer. So I was like, uh, uh, like you could, you could okay. tell. And I'm not saying he didn't understand anything. Of course he did. But there are a lot of things he did not understand. And you can tell his reaction. He either doesn't say anything or he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, perfect. Oh, perfect. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, perfect. So much perfect. So then Melanie starts telling him, Zied, you're in such a walkable area of town. Like, you could get a job. You can get a job and just walk to it. That was 
a little premature, Melanie. You should have done your research since you're a PI. Yeah, Rebecca's like, well, he can walk, but he can't work because he doesn't have a visa. So then you think, oh, I can't get any worse than this. Right in front of Z-Ed, Melanie starts bringing up the ex. So Melanie, Rebecca, they start fighting while Z-Ed is standing right there. And Melanie's like, Rebecca, you got yourself into the same situation as last time. They're both young men. They're both from North Africa. And now they both live in the same apartment. Ooh, boom. Oh, boy, Melanie. That's not how we expected Zia to find out about this. Zia, I was I was hoping for a second that he did not understand this part. We but he did. We put out the meme today, but Melanie is the new Sarah, just soiling her own friend. Just oh, no regard for his team. Say, you're on. I'm almost glad that Melanie did it because I feel like Rebecca would drag this out for so long. I know, to but the point still, that it would piss him off. Well, it's funny. I think Rebecca should have told Ziet on her own terms, but at the same time mm-hmm. I kind of feel oh, like yeah. I kind of feel like Rebecca is happy about it. Mm-hmm. Just like a band-aid, just poof, it's off. She didn't have exactly. to do it. It's out yeah. there. And it turned out okay. Yeah. It was definitely the wrong way to do this, coming from the wrong person. Here was my biggest issue with the circumstance. Melanie puts it out there. Rebecca's like WTF. Ziet's like, what? And Melanie isn't even like Oh, you didn't know Ziet? I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know that you didn't know. She clearly sees that Ziet is shocked by this news. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yep, drop the bomb. Walk away. Whatever. I think it made her happy. She maybe expected some fight and come. his true colors would right. come out. But no, it kind of brought Rebecca and Ziet together. She yeah. breaks down crying. Ziet starts to console her. He's saying she is his woman. He doesn't like when she cries. And I like when he said, I'm not Moroccan. Yeah. Moroccan. 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 I'm sorry. He's not Moroccan. He is Tunisian. He's not her ex. He's a different person. Yeah. He is with Rebecca now. And that's all that matters. Even if he was Moroccan. Yeah. Even if he had the same name and was the same age, they're still different people. I get it. It sucks. She got scammed by a 20-year-old Moroccan man who took... An advantage of her took her money and left her. Totally, yeah. totally sucks. But don't she's punish been Ziad. Talking with Ziad for two years, they've seen each other. They've been talking. Like, give him the chance. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, okay. Side note: Pretty sure Melanie has transition lenses, and I don't trust anyone with transition. Does she? Lenses. You know what transition lenses oh, are, right? Oh, yeah. She was inside that apartment with her glasses on. She steps outside. It's the same frames, sunglasses. Oh. Yeah. I don't trust anyone with transition lenses. They're they're just as sneaky as their glasses are. <laughs> and Melanie is a sneak, right? Oh, she is. Yeah. You maybe, give transition lenses a bad name, Melanie. Maybe she needs it because she's a PI. Oh. You know, she goes yeah. undercover real quick. Well, she needs to do some more research because she got a lot wrong. Mm. Nobody is team Melanie after this. Well, again, the way she did this, what what she did was totally wrong and totally stabbing the back. Yeah. But deep down, I believe that if she didn't tell him, Rebecca would drag this until probably the wedding day. But She'd at be the end like, of the day, I do, and I also lived in the apartment complex 
with my ex. But you saying, oh, she'd probably drag it out, wait to the last minute. You saying that makes me think you believe it's a problem or actually a big deal that's the same apartment. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal because she was hiding it. I know, but it's also not even a big enough deal to mention it. I think it would be a big deal if it was the same apartment. Maybe. Maybe. It's like people buy houses, then get divorced. Someone stays in that house. Well, you can never have another yeah, but partner in that house. If you want to have a fresh start, especially, and it's not like, oh, Rebecca had a normal relationship that didn't work out. She's been bringing this up a lot, how she got scammed, how she was hurt. That would be just dumb. I think I it's think. Canton, Georgia. I don't think there are that many apartments that are that nice for that price. And there's no, it's not malicious. She has an apartment she likes. It's a different unit. And really what good is going to come from telling Zied, hey, I used to live in this building with my ex. Nothing, nothing good is going to come from that. Well, okay. I don't want to dig into our relationship. Yeah. But you didn't tell me a few things from your past until we were deep in, until we were engaged. That's not true. I don't that think. is true. Like what? What didn't I tell you? You bought a house with your ex-girlfriend before. No, I bought a house by myself. Well, that's what I knew. And that's all I knew. Yeah. But I didn't know she, anything else. She was not on the mortgage. She was. Not, I bought a house and then she lived in it. Yes, but you didn't tell me until like two years ago. Three. No, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm joking. Three years ago. But it, it, I don't think it matters. You never told me. But you knew I lived with an ex. I guess, but you never told me. I guessed it. Hmm. Okay. I you mean, know? Yes you and no. You never told me. Yes and no. I think there's certain Man, things that... Not that it matters to me at that, all. Well, that's what but. I'm saying is I think there's certain things that are worth sharing and that make a difference. And, oh, well, this is a different type of relationship. I should know this. It then you matters. just made me guessing. I was thinking, like, wow, like how serious was his previous relationship? Mm. He's not telling me anything. But, but again, I see the Facebook post. But again, if... I bought that house by myself, then it's no different than if I rented an apartment and she started to sleep there. Like, we weren't on a lease together. We were not on a mortgage. <laughs> we together. were on a lease together. What? I'm just saying. It, it, I bought a house, which makes me an adult. It has. It says nothing about sure. my. It says nothing about my relationship. That's something I did by myself. Right. That's the difference. Why I don't see. Listen, it doesn't bother me at all. It didn't. I was just questioning. Why didn't you tell me at the beginning? But I guess it wouldn't when's change the right, anything. When's the right time? I lived in Connecticut. I bought my own house. Then my girlfriend, who when we met was my ex-girlfriend, moved in there. And I... Oh, you see, that's a, that's, a, that's a big thing. But I sold the house. I took all the profit because it was my house. Mm-hmm. And I moved to New York. And... That was that. So when I meet you in New York, am I going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I lived in a house. No, not immediately. But if you don't tell within the first three months, why are you going to bring it up all of a sudden? I think it's something it's it's something that you should have brought up just in a casual conversation. OK, I'll think about that. I mean, you don't have to now unless you have more skeletons in your closet. Who knows? You found out that I hadn't had a scrambled no what type of hard-boiled egg yeah yeah i'm dropping bombs left and right <laughs> i owned a house and never ate a hard-boiled egg before well i knew listen i knew about your house and yeah. you owned a house and you when you were selling a house yes we were together when i was yes. selling a house. yeah 
I knew all of that, but yeah. you just didn't tell me that your ex was living in there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. And again, it wouldn't have changed anything. I couldn't care exactly. less. But why didn't you tell me since we were it, like talking about it? Because it doesn't matter. Why would I talk about something that has zero significance e- in my life? Exactly. I was over it. I had moved on. And there were, I didn't think what good is going to come of this if I bring it up. There's nothing I needed to get off my chest. There was nothing I needed you to hear so that you would understand me more or be able to support me more in the sale of my home. Oh, okay. I just didn't see what good would come of it. Okay. Right? Sure. You're telling me things every week that I didn't know about you. I just found out when, a couple of days ago, that you stole from a department store. When I was like 14. Yeah, stay tuned for that story, guys. That's coming out on a podcast. So let's move on. Enough let's about move us. On. We got one more couple. I thought we just shared a lot. No, it's good. That's what we're here for. Oof. Okay. Tariq and Hazel, because they're sharing a lot. They're sharing a lot, a lot. So let's talk about this last couple of the episode. Tariq and Hazel. Tariq's at home with Hazel and Ari when boop. Tariq gets a notification on his phone. The governor has mandated a shutdown. And the producers and the camera people just left. They're just like, let's get out of here. So they took off, right? Immediately. And then did Tariq film himself or what happened? Well, it stopped and it said two weeks later. Okay, so they figured it out. So either or he filmed himself. Well, I I didn't pick up on that. I know in the beginning when everything shut down, they were like, well, we can't do production and then within a week or two, they were like, well, we can do production if we social distance and wear yeah. masks. I was the same with Darcy and Stacy. Right. They filmed themselves for like one day. Yeah. And then the crew was back. So I'm sure that maybe they test them and yeah. wear masks. or you They know. came back, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So cut to the next scene. Tariq and Hazel, they're locked in a box in a house. I'm pretty sure that was Tariq's. Oh. I'm locked in a box. That's, the, that's his next rap. Quarantine. So was it that was it your opening? No. What do you mean? Oh uh, no 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 no! It was uh, fat. P h a t. Pretty hot and tempting. Oh oh. But <laughs> so okay. So they're locked in a box. They're quarantining with wine in bed, like we all did at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. This is when I invented the beverage. Remember beverages? Oh yeah. Early we're, on in the early we on, we were just drinking corn, all the time. I would like bring a whiskey to bed. And Therese is like, I don't know, like, that's a little aggressive. You know, we had a drink with dinner and now you're just bringing a drink to bed. I'm like, well, it's a beverage, <laughs> B-E-D, verage. And he's like, well, that's a clever name. I support it. Yeah, for a little bit. And then we just decided that. Maybe better to leave the beverages We'll take it easy the on the alcohol. Because yeah. quarantine was not. Ooh. ending anytime soon we all put on that COVID 19 if you know what i mean isn't that crazy like when we transitioned to from the office to working from home it was supposed to be for two weeks mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah nine months later ten months mm-hmm. later i have no idea no 11 I'm months later that's very true 11 months later so okay so they're in bed drinking their beverages and Tariq whips out a kindle he wants to start trolling for that third wheel for their tricycle. So as he says, they're looking for something fat, something P-H-A-T, something pretty hot and tempting. That's what he said. 
Oh, Tariq. Hazel's big concern is finding a girl that likes her for real. Well, she wants someone hot and brown. Well, she wants a sister, a best friend, and a lover. An SBFL, if you Mm. will. So Tariq's like, you want to throw some filters on this search? You want to cast a wide net? How do you want to do this? (laughs) And this is when Hazel goes, I want to look for my type of girl, which is a dark girl with fresh breath. Dare I say minty? A little minty fresh (laughs) breath? Too soon? Too soon for that? Too soon for Hazel, but that's a good one. So Tariq starts plotting out the rules of the game. He's like, so do you want to be alone with her? Do you want to be a tricycle all the time? You want to do 50-50? I get her, then you get her. It's cracking me up because it's like he's plotting to go to war. He's like a football coach drawing up plays. He's so into this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a relationship like this cannot work. I'll tell you why it can't work. Because... Tariq says he's down for whatever. He just can't have his girlfriend around Ari. Which is smart. It's smart, but it means like this isn't for real. We're not trying to build a life with this third wheel. Of course wheel. not. We're just trying to have fun. Of course not. They, I, don't, I don't think they want someone who's equal like them. I think they want someone for fun. I think Hazel wants a girlfriend, like a real equal opportunity partner. Yeah, and I don't Tariq's think how that's going to work. Tar- we know that Tariq has full custody of Ari. And you know you know why it's not going to work? Because of what Tariq said, and I agree with him. Yeah. He said jealousy. Well, that's And that's what happened with Minty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's going to happen again and again but I and also, again. But I also think Ari is a big part of it, too. Oh, of course, as she should be. She's a child who has a new mommy who came from mm. the Philippines, yep. someone new in her life, she has to get used to. Yep. How do you bring another, quote, quotation marks, mommy into this? Yeah. While she still has her actual mommy, that would just be too much for anyone. That'd be three mommies. Yeah. It's too many mommies. You cannot do this to a child. But, yes, I completely agree with you. But I also think... And I hope this isn't the case. I think there's mixed signals between Tariq and Hazel because I think Hazel's like, I'm going to come to America. We're going to have this threesome or whatever you call it. I, The word is escaping me, but it's going to be a family. She wants it to be a family, not a one night. Because she always says she's mainly there for Tariq. She did say that. She did say that. She says Tariq's most important. But she says... I've always wanted to have I a think, girl. I think it's her fantasy. I think she's going to try and live the fantasy for a bit. Okay. And she either going to like it and be like, man, like, I might want to just be with a girl. Or she's just going to be too jealous. And she says, that's it. Hmm. We'll find out. We'll find out for we'll, sure. We'll find out. I'm hoping. They post their profile and Tariq's like, come to mama and come to papa. Oh, Tariq. <laughs> Tariq. Apparently, he just filed for bankruptcy, right? You told me that. Yeah. I, I tried to Google. I couldn't find anything. I don't anything. have the facts on that either. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. A lot of bankruptcy talk tonight. Mm-hmm. A little, a little depressing. Anyways, that's all I have for Tariq and Hazel. That's what I have for everyone that's on, it. on last night's episode. A lot happened. A lot of entertainment was had. And I'm glad. And I don't oh, yeah, to be rhyming, a good one. but I'm not this sad. This was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, TLC. Thank you, 90 Day. You, thank you delivered. Thank you, everyone, except Ron and Betty, because you're the worst. But you still deliver. You delivered. <laughs>
for sure. You delivered. So thank you. That's it for now. Thanks mm-hmm. for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Make sure you guys tune in on Thursday when the bonus episode drops where we cover Danielle and Muhammad's journey. That's mm-hmm. going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Just a little extra bonus every week. I'm excited to talk about them. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun for you guys, too. Yeah. So if you guys have Discovery Plus, watch along with us. We're going to watch part one this week, talk about it, and then every week after that, a new part. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, it would be awesome if you could leave one. And I think that's it. That's it for that tonight. It? We're going to miss you guys next week. Yeah, but please, guys, tune in to Daniel and Mohammed. Yeah. The podcast is dropping on Thursday, 8 a.m. Yeah. And the following week as well. So no 90 due to the Super Bowl, but we'll be back with Daniel and Mohammed. Go Tom Brady. And we'll see you on the V-Day. Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day. Okay, we'll do something Valentine's special. Valentine's Day, we'll a.k.a. Daytona V-day. 500. Yeah. Start your engines. All right, guys, that's all for now. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.